1 Samuel 26 Then the Ziphites came to Saul at Gibeah, saying, Is not David hiding on the hill of Hakilah, which is before Jeshimon? So Saul arose and went down to the wilderness of Ziph, having with him three thousand chosen men of Israel to search for David in the wilderness of Ziph. Saul camped in the hill of Hakilah, which is before Jeshimon, beside the road, and David was staying in the wilderness. When he saw that Saul came after him into the wilderness, David sent out spies, and he knew that Saul was definitely coming. David then arose and came to the place where Saul had camped. And David saw the place where Saul lay, and Abner the son of Ner, the commander of his army. And Saul was lying in the circle of the camp, and the people were camped around him. Then David said to Ahimelech the Hittite, and to Abishai the son of Zeruai, Joab's brother, saying, Who will go down with me to Saul in the camp? And Abishai said, I will go down with you. So David and Abishai came to the people by night, and behold, Saul lay sleeping inside the circle of the camp with his spear stuck in the ground at his head, and Abner and the people were lying around him. Then Abishai said to David, Today God has delivered your enemy into your hand. Now therefore please let me strike him with the spear to the ground with one stroke, and I will not strike him the second time. But David said to Abishai, Do not destroy him. For who can stretch out his hand against the Lord's anointed and be without guilt? David also said, As the Lord lives, surely the Lord will strike him, or his day will come that he dies, or he will go down into battle and perish. The Lord forbid that I should stretch out my hand against the Lord's anointed. But now please take the spear that is at his head and the jug of water and let us go. So David took the spear and the jug of water from beside Saul's head and they went away, but no one saw or knew it. Nor did any awake, for they were all asleep, because a sound sleep from the Lord had fallen on them. Then David crossed over to the other side and stood on top of the mountain at a distance with a large area between them. David called to the people and to Abner the son of Ner, saying, Will you not answer, Abner? Then Abner replied, Who are you who calls to the king? So David said to Abner, Are you not a man, and who is like you in Israel? Why then have you not guarded your lord the king? For one of the people came to destroy the king, your lord. This thing that you have done is not good. As the Lord lives, all of you must surely die, because you did not guard your lord, the Lord's anointed. And now see where the king's spear is and the jug of water that was at his head. Then Saul recognized David's voice and said, Is this your voice, my son David? And David said, It is my voice, my lord the king. He also said, Why then is my lord pursuing his servant? For what have I done? Or what evil is in my hand? Now therefore, please let my lord the king listen to the words of his servant. If the lord had stirred you up against me, let him accept an offering. But if it is men, cursed are they before the lord. For they have driven me out today, so that I would have no attachment with the inheritance of the lord, saying, Go, serve other gods. Now then, do not let my blood fall to the ground away from the presence of the lord. For the king of Israel has come out to search for a single flea, just as one hunts a partridge in the mountains. Then Saul said, I have sinned. Return, my son David, for I will not harm you again, because my life was precious in your sight this day. Behold, I have played the fool and have committed a serious error. David replied, Behold, the spear of the king. Now let one of the young men come over and take it. The Lord will repay each man for his righteousness and his faithfulness. For the Lord delivered you into my hand today, but I refused to stretch out my hand against the Lord's anointed. 
Now behold, as your life was highly valued in my sight this day, so may my life be highly valued in the sight of the Lord, and may he deliver me from all distress. Then Saul said to David, Blessed are you, my son David. You will both accomplish much and surely prevail. So David went on his way, and Saul returned to his place. Chapter 27 Then David said to himself, Now I will perish one day by the hand of Saul. There is nothing better for me than to escape into the land of the Philistines. Saul will then despair of searching for me any more in all the territory of Israel, and I will escape from his hand. So David arose and crossed over, he and the six hundred men who were with him, to Achish the son of Maok, king of Gath. And David lived with Achish at Gath, he and his men, each with his household, even David with his two wives, Ahinoam the Jezreelitess and Abigail the Carmelitess, Nabal's widow. Now it was told Saul that David had fled to Gath, so he no longer searched for him. Then David said to Achish, If now I have found favor in your sight, let them give me a place in one of the cities in the country, that I may live there. For why should your servant live in the royal city with you? So Achish gave him Ziklag that day. Therefore Ziklag has belonged to the kings of Judah to this day. The number of days that David lived in the country of Philistines was a year and four months. Now David and his men went up and raided the Geshurites and the Gerzites and the Amalekites, for they were the inhabitants of the land from ancient times, as you come to Shur, even as far as the land of Egypt. David attacked the land and did not leave a man or woman alive, and he took away the sheep, the cattle, the donkeys, the camels, and the clothing. Then he returned and came to Achish. Now Achish said, Where have you made the raid today? And David said, Against the Negev of Judah, and against the Negev of the Jeremielites, and against the Negev of the Kenites. David did not leave a man or woman alive to bring to Gath, saying, Otherwise they would tell about us, saying, So has David done, and so has been his practice all the time he has lived in the country of the Philistines. So Achish believed David, saying, He has surely made himself odious among his people Israel, therefore he will become my servant forever. 1 Chronicles 8 And Benjamin became the father of Bela, his firstborn, Ashbel, his second, Ara the third, Noha the fourth, and Rapha the fifth. Bela had sons, Adar, Gera, Abihud, Abishua, Naaman, Ahoa, Gera, Shephuphan, and Huram. These are the sons of Ehud. These are the heads of their father's households of the inhabitants of Geba, and they carried them into exile to Mahanath namely Naaman, Ahijah, and Gera. He carried them into exile, and he became the father of Uzzah and Ahihud. Sharaim became the father of children in the country of Moab after he had sent away Hushim and Bara, his wives. By Hodesh, his wife, he became the father of Jobab, Zibiah, Misha, Malcolm, Jeuz, Sachia, Mirma. These were his sons, heads of father's households. By Hushim, he became the father of Abitab and Elpal, the sons of Elpal were Eber, Misham, and Shemed, who built Ono and Lod with its towns. And Bariah and Shema, who were heads of fathers' households of the inhabitants of Ajalon, who put to flight the inhabitants of Gath. And Ahio, Shashak, and Jeremoth, Zebediah, Arad, Eder, Michael, Ishpa, and Joah were the sons of Bariah. Zebediah, Meshulam, Hizki, Heber, Ishmerai, Islia, and Jobab were the sons of Elpal, Jakim, Zikri, Zabdi, Elienai, Zilathai, Eliel, 
Adiah, Bariah, and Shimrath were the sons of Shimei. Ishpan, Eber, Eliel, Abdon, Zikri, Hanan, Hananiah, Elam, Anthonijah, Iphdiah, and Penuel were the sons of Shashak. Shamsharai, Shehariah, Athaliah, Jerashiah, Elijah, and Zikri were the sons of Jeroham. These were the heads of the fathers' households according to their generations, chief men who lived in Jerusalem. Now Gibeon, Jeel, the father of Gibeon, and his wife's name was Maka, and his firstborn son was Abdon, and Zer, Kish, Baal, Nadab, Gedor, Ahio, and Zeker. Mikloth became the father of Shemaiah, and they also lived with their relatives in Jerusalem opposite their other relatives. Ner became the father of Kish, and Kish became the father of Saul, and Saul became the father of Jonathan, Melchishua, Abinadab, and Eshbal. The son of Jonathan was Meribal, and Meribal became the father of Micah. The sons of Micah were Pithon, Melech, Tereah, and Ahaz. Ahaz became the father of Jehoiada, and Jehoiada became the father of Elamath, Esmaveth, and Zimri, and Zimri became the father of Moza. Moza became the father of Biniah. Repha was his son, Eliasa his son, Azel his son. Azel had six sons, and these were their names. Azrakam, Bokeru, Ishmael, Shariah, Obadiah, and Hanan. All these were the sons of Azel. The sons of Eshek, his brother, were Ulam, his firstborn, Jeush, the second, Eliphalet, the third. The sons of Ulam were mighty men of valor, archers, and had many sons and grandsons, 150 of them. All these were the sons of Benjamin. Acts 18 After these things he left Athens and went to Corinth. And he found a Jew named Aquila, a native of Pontus, having recently come from Italy with his wife Priscilla, because Claudius had commanded all the Jews to leave Rome. He came to them, and because he was of the same trade, he stayed with them, and they were working, for by trade they were tent makers. And he was reasoning in the synagogues every Sabbath and trying to persuade Jews and Greeks. But when Silas and Timothy came down from Macedonia, Paul began devoting himself completely to the word, solemnly testifying to the Jews that Jesus was the Christ. But when they resisted and blasphemed, he shook out his garments and said to them, Your blood be on your own heads. I am clean. From now on I will go to the Gentiles. Then he left there and went to the house of a man named Titius Justus, a worshipper of God whose house was next to the synagogue. Crispus, the leader of the synagogue, believed in the Lord with all his household, and many of the Corinthians, when they heard, were believing and being baptized. And the Lord said to Paul in the night by a vision, Do not be afraid any longer, but go on speaking and do not be silent. For I am with you, and no man will attack you in order to harm you, for I have many people in this city. And he settled there a year and six months, teaching the word of God among them. But while Gallio was proconsul of Achaia, the Jews with one accord rose up against Paul and brought him before the judgment seat, saying, This man persuades men to worship God contrary to the law. But when Paul was about to open his mouth, Gallio said to the Jews, If it were a matter of wrong or a vicious crime, O Jews, it would be reasonable for me to put up with you. But if there are questions about words and names and your own law, look after it yourselves. I'm unwilling to be a judge of these matters. And he drove them away from the judgment seat. And they all took hold of Sosthenes, the leader of the synagogue, and began beating him in front of the judgment seat. But Gallio was not concerned about any of these things. 
Paul, having remained many days longer, took leave of the brethren and put out to sea for Syria, and with him were Priscilla and Aquila. In Cincrea he had his hair cut, for he was keeping a vow. They came to Ephesus, and he left them there. Now he himself entered the synagogue and reasoned with the Jews. When they asked him to stay for a longer time, he did not consent, but taking leave of them and saying, I will return to you again if God wills, he set sail from Ephesus. When he landed at Caesarea, he went up and greeted the church and went down to Antioch. And having spent some time there, he left and passed successively through the Galatian region and Phrygia, strengthening all the disciples. Now a Jew named Apollos, an Alexandrian by birth, an eloquent man, came to Ephesus, and he was mighty in the scriptures. This man had been instructed in the way of the Lord, and being fervent in spirit, he was speaking and teaching accurately the things concerning Jesus, being acquainted only with the baptism of John. And he began to speak out boldly in the synagogue. But when Priscilla and Aquila heard him, they took him aside and explained to him the way of God more accurately. And when he wanted to go across to Achaia, the brethren encouraged him and wrote the disciples to welcome him. And when he arrived, he greatly helped those who had believed through grace, for he powerfully refuted the Jews in public, demonstrating by the scriptures that Jesus was the Christ.